Big Fluff. Official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. This is Pete Holmes. You're listening to Hobo Radio. And I think that's great. Away put your weapons. And then you know how. Hobo Radio, you are listening to with George Murphy and Lars. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And it is upon us. The rise of Big Vinegar. (laughs) Lars Periwinkle. Yeah, um, uh, can you keep your voice down a little bit? I have uh, an emotional hangover, which I didn't know was a thing, but I'm... Hung over from experiencing too much emotion. Okay, well, let's just real quick, because we're going to dive into this. Um, for those of you that this auto-played, uh, when <laughs> you, know, you were listening to NPR, and then it just went straight into this, uh, this is your warning that we're going to talk about The Rise of Skywalker for an hour from the perspective of two people who have seen the movie, so we're going to spoil everything. So if you don't want things spoiled, uh, this is your last opportunity uh, to make like a well-written script and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't I know we we're going to we're going to talk about this movie. We had but I think we have time for this. It's driving me a little bonkers. Um, the the movie premiered and then <clears throat> All these people on um, on social media have either been making their own lists or reposting ones that other people from um, media sources have been making. Like, okay, the the whole thing's done. Here's how we rank these Star Wars movies. I know we talked we've talked about it in length on the show before, but I know we mentioned it last week. I said something about being very forgiving of the phantom menace and you mentioned you disagreed it's not a popular opinion how is the phantom menace at the bottom of all these lists and attack of the clones is not no that look we're divided more than ever before as a country it seems like we can't agree on anything but if we can't agree that Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie ever made, there is no hope for us. There is nothing good about that movie. It's a missed opportunity. This 
The Attack of the Clones should be the giant squid that lands on Man- the Isle of Manhattan. This should unite us as a people. We all agree that piece of crap movie isn't just a bad Star Wars movie. It is a really bad movie. Yeah. No, and I know, I'm sorry. I, I'm not casting aspersions on anyone in the movie or even the, the, the really talented people who made it look beautiful. I like all those, seeing all those lightsabers and Jedi fighting an army of robots and insects. It's, Geonosis was a beautiful landscape. It's great. The movie's terrible. It's well, really bad. I don't remember if this was on the air or off the air, but uh, I remember you saying to me it just in this past week, like, if you just took, like, if you made a, the trailer or you just took isolated shots or scenes or stills and you just showed what Attack of the Clones looks like, you'd be like, oh, my God, this is a fucking beautiful, like, I this is such a great Star Wars movie because... Visually, it looked cool. The battle sequences were staged cool, but then through completely inept storytelling and completely unsatisfying like execution, none of that shit lands. None of it. There's a scene. There's a scene in that movie that opens on a fireplace. <laughs> there is. There is. A, there's a whole um, sequence in that movie where. Where three PO is getting into wacky adventures in a factory, you almost hear like bum bum bum, bum 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 bum. It's it's really dumb. Well, he people don't remember that if you if it's been a while since you've seen the movie, C three PO exposes uh, the the conditions in the pork factories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you finally like bust that wide open. It's just, it's just right, and I know it's going to keep happening. And I, 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 you know me, I don't post on social media unless it's unless I think it's going to make people laugh or it's about Star Wars. And so I'm like, I don't think it matters. I'm just, I almost want to like, like pull these people that I'm friends with on social media or follow me to say, what is it? Why is Phantom Menace at the bottom yeah. of this list? I don't understand that. Well, do you- it has Phantom Menace has 100% more Darth Maul. Yeah. <laughs> Which Darth Maul alone, like maybe he's my Boba Fett and maybe I'm willing to say that out loud, but I'm still holding out hope. Like it's been dashed twice, and I know uh-huh. I, I hear some nerd telling me, "Well, yeah, I could watch the Clone Wars," but let's be yeah. honest with ourselves: I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> I believe all of you when you tell me it's great. It Never is. gonna watch it. Okay, it's not happening. I know he has spider legs, but uh, yeah, uh, no. I I got real excited at the end of Solo with the idea that Darth Maul was gonna be around, but apparently I was the only one. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't, Maybe, I, don't, I, don't I just know. I just had to I just had to get that out there well, that it's dry it drives me up the wall. I just want to understand the reasoning. Like I think it's just that we were waiting for the a new Star Wars movie and then when it happened, it was that movie. So yeah. I think it's an emotional response. But look at those three prequels objectively and yeah. tell me that Attack of the Clones isn't the worst one. Well do you want do you want my list? I did a list. Uh, oh sure. At, at Free Mr. Clark. We don't have a lot of time. We gotta get into this movie. But uh, yeah, I, we have do we have so much time. We but, have too much time. <laughs> yeah, perhaps this is a tease because it's on here. So you're gonna find okay. out. Like, well, I mean, I also wrote a review, so anyone who read that knows how I uh-huh. feel. Like, it's not a huge mystery. I don't get like in between. I don't honestly care. I'm curious on people's opinion for sure, but. 
in between the top and the bottom, it doesn't matter. Number five is at the top. Number two is at the bottom. That was That's honestly, how the list works. Honestly, I was getting more annoyed by that. The people who didn't have Empire Strikes Back number one. I'm like, That's you're ridiculous. insane. You're that, insane. That is insane. <laughs> like, honestly, because like at some point, okay, we're quibbling over which bad thing was worse. But like, if you, again, if you cannot recognize uh-huh. that like the best one is the best one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it's the best one. Yeah, and here's the thing: is I don't like telling people that their opinion is wrong because it's your your opinion. But I'm just saying, if you're gonna make a list of Star Wars things, I happen to know a bit about the Star Wars universe, yeah. and I'm just saying, universally. Those of us who have made this a way of life and are, have chosen to, on our short time on this planet, just be obsessed with one stupid fucking thing, I can tell you that we all agree that yeah. the best one is the best one, yeah. and the second one is the worst one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay. So, uh, this is my list. Uh, Empire Strikes Back, number one. Uh, a New Hope, number two, which I honestly was a bit of a struggle, but I feel like that's right. Okay. You're struggling with yourself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put a lot of... Like, this means a lot to me, this list that no one cares about. But, uh, okay. Uh, number three, The Last Jedi. Okay. Number four, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Number five, The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Number six, Solo. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number eight, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Number nine, The Phantom Menace. Sure. Number 10, The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh, boy. And number 11, with a bullet, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Well, that's curious. All right. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. I don't know where huh. you're at. If you, I, huh. I'm putting you on the spot because I'm guessing you didn't do this, but if you want to. No, no, I couldn't do it. You can't, you can't, you can't rank your children. Um, you can. I, I would. Ask my parents. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, that's way down on that list, man. I, I really hated this movie. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, okay. So I here's what's exciting is my opinion's been out there a bit. Uh, I wrote the review. Like, I, I have not been shy. But, like, I genuinely – this is the first I've talked to you about this movie. I don't know where you're at yeah. at all. Yeah. So so let's start there. So you went to the Uptown. I did. You're an I Uptown do. girl. I, I, am an up, <laughs> I am an Uptown girl. Yeah. Um, and you've been and living – and a, and a material girl, but mm-hmm. different you, show. And you've been living in a Star Wars world. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you want to see some really bad acting, watch the Uptown Girl music video starring Billy Joel. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. No, it's I'm, really, really bad. Yeah. Anywho, mm-hmm. I, I, went, I went to the thing. I mean, I'm not going to talk about the whole experience. I liked it. You liked the movie? I, thought, I liked the movie. I, okay. I liked the movie. I didn't love it. I will, like, um, I, I, I definitely cried. There was a what? sequence in there where a whole lot of emotion was happened, the, and I 100% cried. Was it the bad writing? Is that Is it? <laughs> um, I'm going to get... He, hold on. He, he, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh. Well, I'm going to... I feel... It, there's no good time... Because I'm either going to undercut this by saying what I'm about to say before you tell me when you cried. Or uh-huh. uh, say it after, which seems also dickish. I could not say it. I, I hear myself as I'm like, you know, an option is not saying it. But... Uh, no. I'm just going to tell a, you... It's a movie. Go ahead. 50 minutes into the movie, I, uh-huh. I got up to go to the bathroom and I looked at my phone just out of curiosity to be like, oh, how, how far are we into this movie? And I saw it was 50 minutes in and I went, oh, no. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> but I will say it got worse after that, which was more exciting. <laughs> okay, you say bad writing, bad writing in what way? The dead rise! Exclamation point! Mm-hmm. I mean, right mm-hmm. from the minute, from second one, they let us know this is going to be a shitty movie. Okay, fine. We're getting into it, Lars. We'll get to when you cry. <laughs> later but let's get into it because i I, i'm more fired up than i thought i was it's it's morning but okay so our opening scene is uh supreme leader kylo ren is rushing because jj abrams wrote it so he's rushing through jump cuts to get somewhere and he's doing stuff to get there and -hmm. then he gets there and we get uh the emperor who's back which we learned in the opening crawl. Uh, yes. He apparently broadcast a message, but fuck you, you're not hearing that message. Uh-huh. Uh, and so he's back, and he would like us to know he's alive now because he is, and yeah. he's been pulling the strings somehow in some meaningful <clears throat> way for some amount of time. And uh, fuck you, that's how it is now. That's what the rest of this movie is. Also, you need a triangle to find him. So you better fucking find a triangle because that's what this whole movie's about. Triangles that lead you to him. (laughs) That's the bad writing. Here's my my pile of Snokes that I keep in this jar. Also, yeah, I created Snoke. He came from the Snoke drawer. Yeah, here's what I don't get. Um, all of what I just said. Here's the here's the thing: is you could tell you could tell that J.J. Abrams under like ha- has an emotional understanding of this story, but he doesn't have an understanding of how to write an original one. J.J. Abrams is the guy who's really fun in a group project because he's like making you laugh, and then yeah. you realize that like the projects do, and he hasn't written anything, and you're like, yeah. yeah, this has been fun, but like we have to present this in four hours to the class, and yeah. he's like, oh yeah, just uh, he's back because reasons. So seriously though, like, cause, like <laughs> let's start here. Okay. How how did any of that fucking work? I don't know. I don't. He said we were to take him at his at his word of I've died before and I've come back before. I just I just come back. That's so it. That's what that's, that's what I do. All the explanations. And also, we were like get. I kept I kept waiting for this explanation of what what are these little green and gold pyramids? And they never did it. They yeah. all the it was just, it was it, if it was a MacGuffin, let it be a MacGuffin. But you were you kept. You yeah. kept handling these things with gravitas without yeah. explaining to us why the fuck we should give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is honestly the whole movie is handling things with gravitas without telling us why we should give a shit. But OK. So, yeah. So we're just not going to understand Like, I think that was just what was really frustrating to me. Like, he's back, which means death is... This movie, if nothing else, made death fucking meaningless in the Star Wars universe. No one will ever die ever again. Except Kylo Ren. Spoilers for the end. But uh, he died because a girl kissed him. 
uh, <laughs> and that kills you. It He's redeems so you. It redeems you <laughs> when the girl kisses you, but then you die. Which is actually a Smith song. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, that is good. That is good. Yep. Yep. But uh, I, I ate meat and a girl kissed me. I die now. Yeah. But like when you hear him sing it, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> if he sings it, if he doesn't leave the stage t- uh, 10 minutes in because he's cold. Because he's cold or yeah. someone spelled his name wrong. I'm still bitter about that fucking Morrissey concert. <laughs> I just that's why I don't go to them. I didn't want to go. It's a whole different show. <laughs> made to go see a guy I don't want to see and then he leaves and then I'm mad about it and then I'm mad and I'm mad about it because I didn't want to fucking be there. Like, oh now who's emotional? <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway. So yeah, like the the first of many times that this movie will just shrug its shoulders and say fuck you if you want an explanation. Well, I just don't know. I don't know why he. Here's the. Th- I, I just why have why say that these are this is going to be a trilogy when the first one is kind of a carbon copy of the okay. The seventh one is kind of a carbon copy of the fourth one. Oh, the yeah. the eighth one undoes every undoes everything that happened in the seventh one, and then the ninth one puts all of that shit back together and regurgitates I, the same stuff, but also does a bunch of different crap that that we just are supposed to accept. I've never seen a trilogy hate itself. Like that's kind of fascinating. This like sort of you know like where. The- the the sequel hates the previous one and then the third one hates the sequel like i just like we were we were talking a bit before the show about how good ryan johnson is at writing and um he was try he was trying to in a very <clears throat> in a very polite way construct a second movie so that the third one would oh god the eighth one would be <laughs> You're gonna try. Was better than the seventh, and the ninth one would be better than the previous two. So, so why why put back together all the shit that he tore down? Because he said, "Look, we're not having another guy in a fuck all mask. He's gonna break the mask because get the hell over it." Yeah. Well, can I? I want to take a minute too because one of the things that I've seen. So it definitely seems like there, you know, and I obviously fall neatly into the one camp of like there seems like there's these two camps that are developing of the people who like the last Jedi were understandably kind of put off by this one that was like, fuck that movie and fuck you. If you liked it here, let me jam in your eye. How much like if nothing else, I want to, I'm excited for 10 years from now when Ryan Johnson and JJ Abrams just openly talk about how much they clearly hate each other. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, I just, but like, it's, he was, he's so right. He said, we're not going to, we're not doing well, the mask thing. It's been well, done. And the, the one guy in charge manipulating everything and then speaking in weird metaphors, we're not doing that either. Well, I'm killing him too. Let's not do that. Well, that, sorry. So that's, I derailed myself, but that's what I was trying to say is I, I see. So there's the two camps. There's the people who hated the last Jedi and the people who liked the last Jedi and the people who, hated the last Jedi. what i've seen from them on social media is this idea that like well what was jj abrams supposed to do ryan johnson left him with nothing because he like and no i've seen that and they're like well they tore it and i'm like yeah it's so frustrating because i'm like no he actually left them in a good place and i think if you had followed the template of what he left you which was you had the turn already kylo ren had his shot at redemption and turned his back on it and now he's just the villain and so the last movie is kylo ren is the villain 
and mm -hmm. also Luke Skywalker sacrificed himself to be a symbol to rally the troops. And so the movie is about that, about yeah. like rallying everyone to take down Kylo Ren. That was like you worked harder at making this dumb fucking movie than like if you had just taken what the guy that you hate handed you, but you refused to do it because you were too busy going like. Well, what if Luke catches a lightsaber and is like, people who throw lightsabers are dipshits and Knives Out's a shitty movie and, and Brick's not even that good. It's not Super 8, for God's sakes. Which I thought was a weird thing for Luke Skywalker to say. Oh, man. You know, I'm I'm not going to... I'm not going to waver. I, I liked this movie, but I... It, it, it is all the things that okay. we're saying. I was yeah. I was openly mocking the movie when it was going on. Yeah, yeah. I kept nudging the person next to me at the at the end of every bit of cheesy, stupid dialogue that they gave Billy D. Williams to say. I would nudge the person next to me and say, "And a Coke 45." <laughs> I will say a plus. Whoever of the four credited screenwriters who uh -huh. uh, who came up with the exchange, give Leia my love. Why don't mm -hmm. you give Leia your love yourself? God bless you. Because at yeah. least you didn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it like if the, the scene description said, like, Billy D. Williams says as sexually as possible. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. clearly the note that he took in all of his diet. Also, but yeah. skipping ahead a little bit, to, well, skipping ahead to the end. That scene at the end where he's like sitting next to the uh, vaguely defined stormtrooper lady, uh huh, uh, and like I felt like that was supposed to be like this nice like you know uh, paternal moment, but I only read that as Billy D. Williams is trying to fuck her. So he's gonna smash. Yeah, he's, for he's, sure. he's gonna smash. Yeah, yeah that's, that what was... he, that's what he does. He wears a cape and he crushes ass. That's a, what he does. A plus for having them find him at Space Burning Man. That I was yeah space yeah Jesus Christ is that what it was actually called because that's what we called it too this is like, like th is this space Burning Man it, this is a Baby Yoda situation where someone I can yeah, hear someone on the fringes thought. be like well no that's it, but no it's space Burning what the fuck else would you call that uh okay well we can I'm I'm fine with 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 making fun of this movie some more but just to get it out well, of the way when. When she died and R2 was there with her and made sad beep, I, that's when I cried. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. It was R2 and it was Leia. I just couldn't. I could, uh, and her, her actual fucking daughter was in the scene watching her on her deathbed. I could like, yeah. I'm only so strong. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, but that's, that's fair because you're reacting to the fact that Carrie Fisher uh, real, yeah. real person that we love is dead, and the movie is acknowledging it. That's totally. It's acknowledging it after yeah. they shoehorned her into some scenes, which looked seamless. But then it was like it's like when you're speaking to someone, and then they 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 respond to you with a different bit from a previous conversation. You're like, well, yeah. I, that has nothing to do with what I just said. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, <laughs> it reminded me the two things that I thought of with the latest. And look, like I'm gonna shit on a lot of this movie, but like they actually get a lot of my sympathy with the Leia thing because what do you do? Like they they yeah, were yeah. handed an impossible situation. But no, I thought of one the like I think it's a season one Rick and Morty episode where like Jerry is stuck in the simulation. Yeah. And there's just the mailman that just keeps going like, my man. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, it just felt like that where it was like people really having to 
like Ray would have these like paragraphs of dialogue that would be like, okay, so Leia, what I think we should do is we should go to this place and we should do this and then plot, 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 boo, 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 boo. Okay, Ray, that uh-huh. sounds good. Also, yeah, no, it, no, it's it's when it, it's when they couldn't find Millhouse, and so yeah. they still had to make the radioactive man movie and Jiminy yeah. Jillickers. Yeah. yeah, I also thought of just the like way to do two things, Philip J. Fry. <laughs> <laughs> I it felt a little bit like that. I'll never forget you, Fry. Memory erased. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit of that. Also, I'm sorry, I found it hilarious. The like very Zucker, which I'll give Molly all the credit in the world. She. Her description of this movie was everyone's in a Zucker Brothers movie, but they don't realize it. Oh, but boy. When Leia and Ray kept handing that lightsaber back and forth, that really was cracking me up. Like, I just want to edit a scene where th- that happens 10 more times. Where, like, I, see, I thought that was pretty rad. It's just that it's the shot. It's such a clear, like, filler shot of this. No, like, it's, it's a clear. <laughs> It's a clear shot of I'm I'm making I'm making a scene that's going to make audiences and movie theaters applaud. This is what I'm doing right now. Was, You're going to be clapping. When it was just the like the first time they handed it, it was fine, but when they hand it back and it looks like they literally are just playing the previous footage in reverse. <laughs> oh just, boy. It just started to get very funny to me and I just wanted to see that. Like just back and forth, just six times in that conversation. <sighs> okay, but we're we haven't gotten to scene two yet. No, so. oh boy. <laughs> because I need you on my side. You're look. I'm not. I'm not off your side. Here's the thing. You know me. I I'm the opposite of comic book guy. I yeah. want to like everything. I'm gonna yeah. find a way to like something yeah. if there's any way to make it likable. But here, okay. So because I'm not this guy, but it did bother me because, like, again, you of the two of us, you're you're the one like steeped in Star Wars lore. You're the person mm-hmm. I ask questions for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But like, did it bother you? Because it really bothered me the opening scene with Finn and Poe in the Millennium Falcon because it's just like we're hyperspace jumping. Boop, boop, hey, we can just do hypers because, like, to me, and again, I'm not. Like, and they're being followed by a fucking TIE fighter, which yeah. does not have hyperspace capabilities. Yeah. They don't even put shields on those motherfuckers. Well, okay, yeah. So there's that of the fact that, like, those things are like they're described as just being close range, right? Like, that's a plot. No, they're absolutely in, close like, range. They have they have twin ion engines. That's yeah. all they have. They yeah. have they have guns and they have engines, and that's the end. Well, no again, hyperspace because that's a plot point in A New Hope, isn't it? That that's how they figure out the Death Stars nearby is. Yeah what's, they, yeah, what's it? What's it doing out here all, all by itself? Yeah, so there's that, yeah. but then also they're just like hyperdrive into hyperdrive into hyperdrive. Which one? Notoriously, the original trilogy is all about how yeah. the hyperdrive doesn't work. And two, there is dialogue with Han Solo, like where Luke's like, "Why don't we just go into hyperdrive?" And he's like, "It ain't like dusting crops, farm boy." Like you yeah. know, like there's this all this idea that like it's a complicated thing that involves math and calculations and the equipment to work. Which are things that, like, to me, that's what the personality of the Millennium Falcon is. Is it's a, like, shitty, unreliable ship that we all love. It's, it's, temper, it's temperamental. Yeah. She I, is temperamental. She is temperamental. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Uh, yes. But uh, all of that is, like, built into it. So just to have the opening shot of the Millennium Falcon just be like, no, this motherfucker just hyperdrives to hyperdrive. And that's just what happens now. Uh, we fixed it somehow. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe, yep. <clears throat> yeah, maybe was, the um, emperor fixed it. 
from behind the scenes. That's what he's been doing this whole time. Behind he the said, scenes. He, he said, strike me down twice. <laughs> strike me down and I will come back because of bad writing. <laughs> I, I escape somehow. There's no one here to save you now, Ray. Oh, it doesn't matter. I blew up somehow. Um, I don't know if I can come back or not because we never explained any of this. I might come back 10 seconds after this movie ended. Well, seriously, it did. It did happen. Was that? um, uh, Oops, I blew up that transport. Chewie. Oh, he was on a different one. Okay, that. That. Done. Well done. He was on a different one. (laughs) He was on a different one. So it's cool. Never mind all the other people that were on that transport. Fuck them. They weren't Chewbacca. (laughs) Well, well. Yes. Well, yeah. Them, they're not Chewbacca. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I say that about most people. But like, Molly pointed out the fact, too, that I was like, talking about you earlier today, and I said that. I was like, fuck him. He's not Chewbacca. I'm not. That's fair. I mean, you're, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, fuck you. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Molly pointed out, I don't know how it was at your screening. Maybe it was different because you're like, because we went to a press uh, screening, but like Chewbacca being put in chains again did not that seem to. Uh, that in, but I hated that a lot. But it didn't seem to like land with our our audience. Oh, really? As big as like, like, yeah, like, especially after seeing Solo too, of like, no, this is very bad for yeah, him. No, he, he spent. What would be the equivalent of a human's lifetime as a in in chains as a slave? Yeah, and that was not a good. And like, look, this is another one of those moments where he wanted audiences to applaud. Um, but I will say a, another thing I liked. Okay, he's on a different transport. That's lame. But I legit thought he just um, arbitrarily. And unceremoniously killed Chewbacca. And when the doors opened and he yelled in that guy's face and his hair blew up, that was fucking fantastic. That was, that was great. Because he's so, I like it when he turns into a goddamn Wookiee. Because he's, he's fun and he's goofy and he's, and he's, um, cantankerous and he's an awesome, awesome character. But when he straight up just gets angry, I love that Chewbacca. Give me some of that. Yeah. I, do you want because I'm gonna I have a lot more to shit on about this movie, but oh uh, sure. Well, do you want to say so, I'm just gonna say the thing. There's there's so much that I like. No, but I'm gonna say. Do you want the thing that I actually thought worked the best from this movie that I did actually sure. really love? Please. I think everything with C3PO was amazing. <laughs> I honestly think they fucking nailed that plot line. Like that just, was that was pretty good. That was that pretty good. All worked for me really well. Like it's a great use of C because as soon as like they were like, "Oh yeah. No, well, yeah, the message is destroyed except for in me." And they're like, "Okay, like, well, they, I can't I can't say it." It's just a great that is understanding everything about C3PO of like I just I, this is my time that I could be helpful, uh, <laughs> but I can't because I I'm love the, yeah, I love the, the yeah, the, he, basically his dialogue was, oh, rats, if only I could do the thing that I can't do. Am I right, guys? Anyway, let's find another solution. Yep. And then it's just like, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like, obviously you could like take apart my brain and risk like destroying me but we're we all agree that that's reckless and we're not gonna and then it's like smash cut to they're doing it like yes no absolutely absolutely and then he's like um he introduces himself to r2 and you can almost hear if that droid could sigh he would have this is my my own because they, they make the whole thing and it's genuinely sweet this idea of like well we didn't like 
there is no copy of C-3PO's memories. There's no way to restore him. Maybe R2 could do it, but it would take up too much of his space, and, like, he's not going to do it. And then it turns out that R2, like, has it, which is, like, you could read as, what a what a sweet guy. He really loves C-3PO <laughs> after all this time. But I just read it as, like, him being like, no, motherfucker, you don't get to forget Oh yeah, don't you fucking feel we've been through some shit, you and me. Yeah. You don't get to um, just wipe your brain clean. But all of how that- great how great would it have been if he if he had, if he hadn't backed him up in a while and when he rebooted his memory he goes, Stormtroopers on Bespin, oh. I have to warn everyone. That would have been pretty good. That would have been good. No, but it, all of that was funny. I like when he said like my first battle or whatever like that fucking cracked me up like just yeah him introducing himself to everybody him calling yeah, it was like it was that, that shit that shit with the droids usually does work and i gotta say look i said i i just said it was great that r2 was there at leia's bedside as she died fine it is but to get him there they basically had to say we're going to do this really important thing uh, R2, you stay here because we don't need you to be here. You always need him to be. It's like, I just don't understand why he, like, I understand what they did because they wanted him to stay there, but why do you not bring R2 yeah. on your mission? You can't well, just, like, well, we don't need you. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, fucking Ray just stole BB 8 from Poe at some point. And, yeah. like, so, like, between the two of them, they're sharing one droid, and there's another droid that's around, but they're like, well, they basically baby lamb him from The Simpsons. <laughs> like, get out of here, you. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he he's pretty much the most important droid that has ever existed in the universe, but you just stay here because this one's cuter, and people like him more. Well, also, that was, again, something Ryan Johnson nailed, because, yeah, for whatever reason, J.J. Abrams has not had any interest in R2, like... He was no. a lazy MacGuffin at the end of The Force Awakens and then right. nothing in this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. But I fucking love the moment when R2 plays the message from Princess Leia to Luke, like in the Millennium right. Falcon. Like, that's the, shit that, that's the shit that just hits me in all of the nostalgia. Like, this uh-huh. is so calculated, but fuck you if this doesn't work. No, that's great. It's like, it's like, hey, motherfucker, in case you forgot. Yeah. Remember this shit? We did some shit. Yeah. So get your head out of your ass. And also, like, it's great coming from R2 because it's like, remember this shit? I didn't even want you there, motherfucker. And you chased after me. And now uh, here we are. Drug my stupid ass across your shitty planet that you lived on. Got kidnapped by some Jawas to show you this goddamn fucking thing. Yeah. So you could take me to the more important person. And now you're tagging along all over the place. Yeah. You actually become important. And then you throw your hands up in the air. I give up. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, Tashi Station. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> Chewbacca broke your door. <laughs> oh, Landshark. <laughs> uh, um, but... Yeah, so I don't know. So I liked the the droid stuff. I liked the little like sell toys droid that they had for no reason. He was, great. He was good. That was another time I got a, a somewhat emo because that. I, if you remember, I had a dog named John a while back, yeah. and I don't have that dog anymore. And that yeah. droid reminds me of him Aww. so much <laughs> about how he like runs up and then he'll like say, "Oh no, thank you," and then run away. That's yeah. that is John in Aww. a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah he was great uh i 
that was something again. Listen, now I'm gonna turn it back to shitting on this movie because, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really loved that like runner of like BB-8 fixing him, and I thought it was gonna be important, and then it was just like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. I really thought that was gonna come to fruition. It did not. Yeah. Because I was like, I thought maybe, I don't know, I guess I was very lofty in terms of what I thought this plot was going to do. I didn't realize they were just cashing a paycheck. If I had known that, I might have like, oh, viewed boy. it differently. But like, I guess I was like, oh, we're threading something of like, the droids are empowering other droids. Maybe at the end, like, that there'll be a droid on like an uh, Imperial ship and it'll do something because they fixed it, you know, or something. Yeah, yeah. Nope. You know, writing. I thought they were going to do some writing. <laughs> Um, it was very i mean it was the same it's the same it's the same thing we got in the force awakens of just um this this is happening because we need it to to tell the story yeah no that was everything there really isn't there's there's no cause and effect no there were no character no character development no arcs like nobody like the closest thing to an arc is like ray might suck but oh she doesn't Uh, but everyone else just did whatever the plot needed them to do i don't even is Finn even important? Like, has he ever done anything like relevant at this point? <sighs> he had that shitty battle with Gwendolyn Christie, which is the worst thing that Ryan Johnson does. It's just not like that's all just not well done. In the last <laughs> like Gwendolyn Christie is just the most wasted character in this franchise. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The she, yeah, Captain Phasma was. I really thought she was going to be something and she yeah. didn't end up being anything. Uh, but yeah, you have all that. Like, and it's just, I mean, of all the fuck Ryan Johnson, the fact that this movie just said fuck Rose, like really makes me sad. That Yeah. I don't understand that. I yeah. really, what the hell is that? He created such a great character with a, a fantastic, like such a different attitude, Yeah, you know, because, because when it comes down to it, like, it's bad guys versus good guys. And within the bad guys, there's just a hierarchy and they yell at each other. Within the good guys, it's really, they really have to, to, um, come to an understanding of their different motivations and the execution of the things that they should do. It's like, it's not just, I'm not asking you to, I'm not going to make you follow my orders. But I really think you should because this is what's best. And they say, no, I'm not doing it. And there's that come and go. And then she shows up and it's like, well, we're the good guys. We have yeah. to be good to each other. Stop trying to fucking sacrifice yourself for the rebellion. Let's all stay alive. Isn't yeah. that the goddamn point? And I love how interesting it is. And she was really, really fleshed out in that last movie. That last scene, <clears throat> the very last scene when that, where it's kind of a Anakin copycat a bit, but when he, um, uh, he force summons that broom, it's, Good lord, did that set up a third movie? And just fuck it, fuck the characters, fuck the story, yeah. fuck where we ended up. We're not doing, we're not doing that. Fuck that. Well, again, that's kind of what I, you know, like I thought we were setting up this idea, and Rose would have been perfect for a story of that, of like, well, the real heart of the rebellion is in the average person, and she understands that world. Like she could have been very valuable in like recruiting people if the movie had any interest in any of that. But no, don't worry. We don't need to show that Lando, I don't know, called like pulled out his little black book and called uh-huh. every woman he fucked and was uh-huh, just like, uh-huh. hey, get a spaceship here. Get a spaceship here. Also, you should get checked out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, two, two birds, one stone, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 
Yeah, there's just a fuckload of spaceships unearned at the end of the movie for some reason. Um, there's a fuck ton of spaceships that all showed up at the same goddamn time. We needed at least a little bit of you here five minutes ago. Yeah. Were you waiting to all get together yeah. and come? You can come as soon as you're ready. Just show yeah. up. But I, I love it, too, because, like, again... Ryan Johnson handed you like even if okay so you don't like the messaging you don't like whatever the end of that movie was Luke Skywalker does badass thing to like you know become a legend the fact that you didn't use that as how you recruited everyone like why you hate Ryan Johnson that much that you would rather not explain it than take the gimme explanation that he gave you of Luke did the thing and everyone heard about it so that's why they're showing up you right. hate him that much. It's it just seems that he doesn't. What, what Ryan Johnson did was make make a movie the best way he could imagine making the movie. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams was so seemed like he was so afraid of coloring outside the lines. Like I don't I don't want people to be divided on a movie for fuck's sake. It's this is too important. It's a it's a space war movie. Which and is great because so I hate seem it. Like I'm not I'm not doing I'm not doing that. I'm gonna I'm just gonna paint my numbers and oh shit, but I can't use this guy because he's dead. You know what? He's alive now. Yeah. And the thing that we did before we'll just okay, we'll just do that again. And he undid that stuff that was gonna be really easy for me. Uh I'll just bring that back too. You know, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I think that's the thing is it's like, <laughs> honestly, so high. I don't get it, but you know, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about like improv. Cause you know, we've been talking about star Wars. So I want to make this even more relatable to everybody. Right on. And then right after that, ska music. <laughs> anyway, let me get my fedora real quick. Yeah, yeah. Pick it up, 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 pick it up. But no, it reminded me of like, so J.J. Abrams, like, if you look at it from an improv perspective, J.J. Abrams, like, introduced a scene. Like, he came out. He made choices. Mm -hmm. And then Ryan Johnson, like, came out. And, like, uh, he basically took the scene in a different direction. <coughs> oh, sorry. Oh, Give me dying. Oh, no. I thought this was a, a mug of tea. What is it? Bourbon. <laughs> oh, shit. Those are slightly different. Why was that just sitting on the counter? Wow. Oh, that's so dumb. I apologize. No. Please. Please continue. I'm all in. Okay. God damn. But no, it reminded me of like like an improv scene where so someone comes out, they like set they do the scene painting, they set the scene, they do whatever, and then Ryan Johnson came out and like made choices and and they weren't the choices that JJ Abrams expected. And he took the scene in a completely different direction. And then JJ Abrams is the asshole in the scene who just goes, "No, I already have my ideas. So, I'm negating everything you said and I'm just like cuz I think that's what people miss. Ryan Johnson didn't negate anything. He didn't no. say like what he you moved, said happened. He moved it forward, right? He yeah. moved it forward. This like he, happened. He made choices. He went, "No, I'm he's breaking the helmet like we're killing Snoke." Like those are choices, but they aren't going like Snoke never existed or he never wore a mask. Like you're right. just saying, "No, I'm getting rid of this stuff." And then JJ Abrams went like, "No, but then he puts the mask back on." And then uh you know, the the Emperor shows up. Like, it just sucks. Well, he, it's th just th that's shitty. the thing, right? It's like we were saying before, and th it's the reason that we 
um, we we've praised uh, uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul so much is because that is cause and effect writing. He yeah. broke the helmet for reasons, good reasons. Yeah, Snoke Snoke died for good reasons. We're moving forward. That's what happens. Is stuff happens that causes other things to happen. Yeah, very rarely do things just revert back to way they the way they were arbitrarily. Well, what's weird is you literally could like at this point not watch The Last Jedi. Like, it might actually be better if you just went straight from The Force Awakens to Rise of Skywalker. No, absolutely. There's nothing There's nothing you need to to know. Nothing you need to know from The Last Jedi that affected the yeah. movie that came after that. And yeah. that's, that's a goddamn shame. Yeah. It's not good at all. Yeah. And it could, it could just be, oh, I didn't watch. I watched Force Awakens, but not the one after that. Can I watch the third one? Um, yeah, because like you're just gonna. They never found Luke because he's dead. Yeah, and this guy has cracks in his mask because what the fuck do you care? He's still wearing the goddamn mask. Right, you need to know two things. Uh, Kylo Ren dropped his mask comically, and it shattered. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Luke Skywalker uh, is a ghost now. That's it. That's it. That that's it. It's so it's so oh, stupid. Way, if I could Monday morning quarterback Kylo Ren a little bit, by the way, maybe okay. don't keep everything important in your chambers and don't lock the door. I don't. <laughs> look, that's all I'm gonna say is like maybe don't leave it all out on like uh fucking like you know just displayed. You know maybe right, right, get right, a right. drawer. At least get a drawer and like put the stuff in there. You a footlocker. A footlocker. Foot yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just fucking leaving. <laughs> I love that moment too, where it's like, "Wait, I know where she is. She's in my chambers." Or you right. know, it's, well, then you should be way more panicked because you left all the shit there for her. Yes, you, you should absolutely be pan- like. I don't even. Um, yep, it's in this locker. Oh shoot, he's got he's got a password. Darth Vader. Oh, that was it. <laughs> it, like, it might it might as well be that. It was yeah, that was that was pretty that was pretty dumb. How did you feel about um, another unceremonious death of of General Hux? Oh oh oh, uh, Molly, can you come here for one second? Uh, this is like, <laughs> Molly, I asked Molly if she wanted to be on the show, and she didn't. But uh, Lars mentioned General Hux, so would you like to uh, weigh in? Oh, is that the little ginger butter boy? Yeah, yeah. So what's here? You go. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but uh, he's the spy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. He did scream. I'm the spy. <laughs> Hands down, best line delivery in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, and again, to Molly's I'm surprised point, he could even get the line out with all that scenery in his mouth. Oh my god! No, to Molly's point, like where she called it a Zucker Brothers movie, he is the only one who knew that that's the movie that he was making. <laughs> I'm the spy, baby. <laughs> No, that was the greatest, dumbest choice I've ever seen. Oh, my God. No, Molly, she's not exaggerating. She guffawed in the theater when he said that line, which was amazing. Oh, man. That is the new new McCluskey. Yeah. Oh, that's better. (laughs) So we saw it at a, a... advanced screening and they had Mm. signs being like you know just so you know like disney is filming here so by entering like you're allowing us to film you 
and use this footage. Oh, boy. And my greatest hope is that uh-huh. there is footage of me, like, laughing hysterically <laughs> and then going, like, audiences are having the best time at Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I'm like, fingers crossed. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Which, you know, too, they'll just re-edit it so that it's, like, the C-3PO scene or something. Like, they'll right. pretend that it happened at a different point. <laughs> That's really that's really great. Uh, I kind of I kind of like that he he re- he really was just he was so obviously the spy. Oh yeah, that that dude was like, oh yeah, cool cool cool, blaster to the chest. He was the spy. Yeah, kind of. God, he, I, why didn't he? He could have just told me. Honestly, in in this movie that we got, that was one of the better choices I think of just how they handled all that. Of like, he's the spy for this one moment to let them escape. Um, uh huh. I, by the way, this isn't... I don't even blame this movie because this has been a flaw in Star Wars this whole time. But it really felt apparent here, which is... So, Chewbacca gets captured on the planet. And then the plan, because the plan is always, let's just rush into the base where all of them are. Yeah. yeah. And then we all just get away. Like, what? what? Why does anyone ever get captured? It doesn't seem that hard to escape. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, what if Chewbacca know. just punched all the stormtroopers in the face? There were, there were the several face. points. There were, there have been so many moments of, um, of what are we, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna get out of here? And there's a ship on the fucking planet, and all of a sudden, the ships just only work in space, and we can't take them to the surface of a planet. It yeah. happens over and over. When well, we see, they fly anywhere, but all of a sudden, nope, can't go down there. Well, even We're like, in the ship. <laughs> even in a new hope wasn't the whole thing that escape, which doesn't look that easy. Mm-hmm. But then the explanation is we let them escape to like track them. Um, yes. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Absolutely. We we let them um, we let them get away, and they had to put up some sort of a fight. Here's the thing: is that you had to you had to make it not easy, so they knew that you didn't let them get away. Yeah. But also. Um, those uh, there were a lot of stormtroopers actually shooting at them. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe stormtroopers are. I guess they just, are... they just know that, that they don't hit shit. Well, maybe stormtroopers are expert marksmen, but they were told to miss. Ooh, can we get Rogue Two where I explain that stormtroopers are actually excellent marksmen, but they <laughs> okay, were? Okay, okay. Let's take it easy. Let's all take a breath. <laughs> sorry, not relitigating this that movie one. for a minute. We we don't need any spillover here. Yeah, sorry. I'm fired up. I'm all fired up. Okay, look, we're but, but we're, if we're going to talk about that, then um, way to go, John Favreau, for making ATSDs actually the intimidating, scary machine that they are. Favreau looks so good after this movie. Like, yeah. like that guy. <laughs> Although, honestly, you know, they. So it was interesting because uh, for me, I saw the screening of The Rise of Skywalker before I saw the. Dropped Wednesday episode. Um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't even watched it yet. If I'm being honest, oh. I, haven't, I haven't had a moment. I haven't had a moment to well, do it. Well, then, okay. Well, I almost spoiled something for you, but then I won't. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good to walk that back. Uh, I didn't. I didn't even know that the episode existed until Thursday night when yeah. a, a, my my trivia husband told me. And well, I'm like, son of a bitch. Well, I have no time to do it now. Well, we're we're rapidly close to an hour on this, and we have not talked about what we need to talk about, which Yo. is the big reveal. I guess it's not even a reveal. I feel like this was a fear that everyone had, but <laughs> but like they did it. 
They yep. made the choice that they did. Your parents are actually your Ray Palpatine. Uh huh. So help me out because you you've read more Star Wars than I have. Oh boy, I'm not uh, going to help which, you with this. Which story covers the fact that Palpatine fucks? Yeah. <laughs> Zero, as far as I know. Okay, so like his. Secret- I just found out that he has he has a first name. It's not I emperor. Like, yeah, I, I guess it's not emperor. It's not emperor. But he, has a, he has a first. I don't remember what it is because I I just read it. But I said, holy shit, he's got a first name. I never thought of that. Eugene. It was, for me, it was either senator or emperor. It's Eugene Palpatine. Eugene Palpatine. <laughs> Pretty sure. Okay, yeah, I so, want you to be comfortable while I do my thing. <laughs> so, in classic, what this movie is going to give us style, we learn that Ray is his granddaughter somehow, and that one of her parents—fuck which one, it doesn't matter—was his kid, I guess, and they yeah. didn't have much contact with him, I guess, and maybe or maybe didn't have the same powers. We don't know, but they got stabbed, so it doesn't really matter. No, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So what was all that? And how did any of that work? If you're, if, if that's not rhetorical, I, I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Cause it's, I have no clue what the fuck that was yeah. aside from extremely unnecessary. Well, also, yeah, the thing, it didn't even accomplish anything because even no. the, the end of the movie, which I'm definitely going to talk more about the end of the movie, but like okay. even the choice to have her go, uh, it's Ray. Ray Skywalker, you know that ending to the shitty movie you've been looking for? And then she held up a phone to it. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but that part where she said uh, that she was Ray Skywalker, that didn't you didn't need the Palpatine thing to do that, if that's what you wanted to do. No, not at all, because uh, did she even have a last name before? No, until two-thirds of the way through this movie. <laughs> And so I guess it was his son. It was really, really unnecessary is yeah. what it was. I no. don't know. Like, if you're going to do that, do it do it earlier so that she's struggling with her identity through this movie. Uh-huh. Not actually have a physical fight with a clone of yourself. Like, did you cram a metaphor farther up my ass, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, what? Okay, look, I know you don't have answers for this, but this is just... Walk me through. So, okay, so Palpatine, he's a man with a yeah. first name, and he's been alive for a long time, apparently. We don't really know how long, but let's nope. assume that 10 seconds after Return of the Jedi ended, he just came back, and he's been alive this whole time. Okay. Uh, so, where is he, and what does he do all day, is really the questions that I have. He lives apparently, in a cave. Apparently, well, first he had to... He had to figure out how to um, how to build star destroyers underwater. How did then well, also he using had to what? arbitrarily like why build a star killer base if you already have the the technology to just put a cannon on a fucking star destroyer that'll blow up a whole goddamn also, planet? So again, let's let's bog down on these details. Did he make them like with the force? I don't know. Like how do you hide that? Yeah, apparently yeah. underwater. But what are they doing? At, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, also, what? Did, why is there an empire anymore? Apparently, this guy is a god who can do anything. Uh-huh. Why did uh-huh. he ever need anyone? Why bother with Snoke? Honestly. Yeah. Where Where are you even after the empire crumbles? Where are you even? 
even getting the resources. First, the natural resources, because there's plenty yeah. of precious metals on there. Yeah. Second, the capital to do it. Third, yeah. the 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 laborers to do it. Something on that sort of scale would take millions upon millions yeah. of people. Like, how do you... What, well, I, maybe? Yes. And look, all those Star Destroyers in the sky with the lightning bolts looked fucking rad. It was metal as fuck. Oh, I yeah. just need a reason that it's there. Well, That's yeah. All. No, that, and that, this is what I was throwing my hands up the whole time about all this movie. Also, are there shadow people? What the fuck was the audience at the end? There was an audience that just stood there. Were, were they whispering crap? What were they doing there? Again, were metal they real? as fuck. I loved it. But yeah. why? I just need an explanation. Well, yeah. Like, It's well, like when you're watching a movie where... A guy is just mowing down enemies with a gun. I just need to see him reload once. Yeah, yeah. Show him reloading once that and I'll you, take it. Yeah, that, to show that you understand that guns need to be reloaded. It could be a half an hour of being of people being mowed down, yeah. just one reload. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Emperor can create shadow people whose job it is to build Star Destroyers and react theatrically to his Boom. like monologues. Yep. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. That would that, that would have it would have been something. Yeah, it would have at least been something. Even if it was bad, it would have been something. It would have shown that you spent more time. By the way, I, the one other thing that I want to give Molly credit for because I don't want to forget this. That's just like really uh, indicative of how lazy this movie was. Was the fact that literal lines spoken by Finn at one point in this movie. I gotta go do something. He did say that. Yeah. He did say that. That's a you line. You don't like that? That's a line of dialogue that was written. <laughs> four people are credited as writing this movie. It took four people to come up with, I gotta go do something. Oh, boy. <laughs> there also, there was some kind of, I don't remember this one as well, uh, but like, there was another line that was like, where's Ray? She's she's going through some stuff or like she's working through some things. There was like one of those lines too in there. There was. There yeah. was indeed. It's really just on the nose isn't a well, strong yeah, enough I mean, phrase. Look. <laughs> <laughs> well he <laughs> Right before he he beat um Phasma in the last movie, he rose up and said, What's up? And then hit her. So I mean, doesn't get dialogue. I droid, please. From the first one is still. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, Finn has not. Damn. Uh, Shit. That is whack. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's, uh, yeah. Um, but I will say this. I've been shitting on the movie a lot. Kelly Marie Tran on the red carpet has been a thing of beauty. Like, Absolutely. I saw someone describe it as when you get invited to your ex's wedding and decide, fuck it, I'm going. <laughs> like, yep. like yep. she looks fantastic. She, her, her eyes express the, like, oh, I know. It's <laughs> <Like, laughs> really great. I, I Look want, at this shit. I honestly, if yeah. Ryan Johnson could just write a movie for her, I think it would really be great. She's great, and I wish no, she's great. I don't know, I don't know why they wrote her character out of this movie after they after there was another entire movie spent well, building it. Because uh, JJ, we, did, we, we already did that. Because JJ Abrams really hates Ryan Johnson. That's he what I, that's like, what I she got. Really from didn't the like movie. that movie. That's yeah, for sure. That's one hundred percent clear. He did not like the movie. Uh yeah he's he's very Ryan Johnson by the way I feel like he's doing fine because Knives Out is great like he's he's mm -hmm. he, he just does his crosswords and he he seems yeah. happy yeah um what sort of um what sort of dirt did Billy D 
have on him to <laughs> to get him to come back as Han Solo one more time. Oh what my God. sort of By blackmailing the- bullshit that he do? By the way, A plus for. Uh, you know what? I I'd say like the, I loved the C three PO stuff. I loved Hux's line delivery. But my favorite thing is that they made Harrison Ford be in this uh-huh. movie. It one hundred percent. It's really great. It was really the best. Great. He did not care. Nope. Uh, I'm pretty sure this could be my memory playing tricks with me. In my mind, he's just wearing like a button down shirt. Like he's not in costume, right? Like he's- no, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said, "I'll I'll do it." Two. Give me two things and I'll do it. One, I am only working for a day. Yeah. Two, you buy me a helicopter and I will I will show up and I'll just knock it out. One hundred percent. We do one take on all lines, and then uh, and then I'm out. Like no, uh-huh. I, God bless them. That was the f- when he showed up. I the biggest smile was across my face uh-huh. because I didn't think there was any chance he was gonna be in this movie. And it's so funny to me that he his was. first line of dialogue. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he worked that day. He's done. And they said, you know what, um, Mr. Ford, we need you just to do some audio work. You don't even have to come to the set. We can record you in your home. We just need you to say, hey, kid. And he's like, I said I was working for one fucking day. I worked for the fucking day. I'm out. And so it sounds like they got Mark Hamill to do it. In my personal opinion, I think that is Mark Hamill saying, hey, kid. I hope it is. I, that would make me so happy. Yeah. Uh, no, that was that was all great. Molly didn't even catch that he his last line is, I know. And I had to like yeah. tell her that, and she was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> That's how great that was! <laughs> but no, the best part of the movie, one hundred percent. I would watch an entire documentary about the filming of that scene, <laughs> like just everything. What? what time he showed up to set? How long he was there? If he read the script ahead of time, or if literally he's just saying, like J.J. Abrams just says the line and he just repeats it. Also, I'm pretty way, sure that it'll be. We asked him to show up at this time. He actually showed up at this time. Yeah. Um, we said let's do a couple of rehearsals. He, he said, said no. He, he said if if once um once you've played a part for forty goddamn years, you don't fucking rehearse anymore. Let's just do the thing. Well, then they said, will you at least put on the costume? And he said no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you can wear what you're wearing. We're just gonna throw a vest. I'm just and he's just no. staring, and they're like trying to slip it on. If we just put the we'll put no. the little vest on, is that okay? <laughs> Look, for the love of God, give us something. Just take the earring out. That's all we're asking. <laughs> you know what? We'll CGI it. It's fine. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll just you can put some blue tape over the son of a bitch. <laughs> take it out and post. <laughs> Uh, no. Excuse me. Is anyone else here married to Allie McBeal? (laughs) I didn't fucking think so. Let's do this. (laughs) Also, she's pretty pissed you just took her dancing baby and made it a Yoda. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Uh, no. Um, I will say, because I've been shitting on so much of this movie, Adam Driver tried. If you want a pull quote from me. Adam Driver looks great. If you want a pull quote from me about this movie, put it on the poster. Adam Driver tried. Look, here's the thing. (laughs) No one one that we saw on screen um, made made the movie. You know? I thought everyone did great. You got to, like, with... With the story and dialogue that you have, you're going to be chewing on scenery, and especially yeah. with that character too. But I think everyone did their job, oh. honestly. Oh no, I, it doesn't even reflect- like even Carrie Russell. 
who's uh, who's famous for being gorgeous is like I haven't even seen my goddamn face because I'm I'm sure to tell not showing my hair. Yeah, that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, I. But okay, I, and I, when I saw her name in the credits, because I didn't know who that was, but as soon as I saw her name in the credits, it's like, oh, those are her eyebrows. Those yeah, were yeah. totally Carrie Russell eyebrows. No, yeah, I didn't know it was her until after the movie either. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but okay, let's let's talk about one more thing. Well, okay, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about, but the show could be six hours long. But okay. uh, I want to talk about because her character made me think of it. One of the other things that really bothered me about this, and it speaks to what you said of like it seemed like J.J. Abrams didn't want to make a movie that was going to upset anyone. So yeah. they, there was this like choose your own adventure vibe to how the characters were handled of like. Okay, so Carrie Russell exists, and maybe there's sexual tension between her and Oscar Isaac, but they don't, they're not going to end up together. So if you are someone that wants, like, Finn and Poe to be a couple, and you've been, like, shipping them, well, there's enough. There's that, like, kind of fight that they have, and there's the them acknowledging that they need each other, but, like, you could read that as them being friends, or you could read that as them having some kind of romantic connection, but you have to fill that in, and then... Same thing with Finn and Ray. Did you want them to end up together? Well, there's the the mystery box part where he's like, oh, I want to tell you something. And then he never tells her. What's he going to tell her? I assume it's that he clogged up the toilet. But maybe it's that, like, he loves her and then she's mm-hmm. going to love him. But we're not committing to that. But also, did you want her to end up with Adam Driver? Well, they kissed, but then he died. Mm-hmm. Why did they even kiss? I don't Why know. Why the fuck did that happen? I don't know, but I, I, I was I, at that point do it i don't know why they kissed but there was i also um saw a couple of headlines that said uh um uh the first uh first lesbian kiss in a star wars movie and i thought fucking 2019 and this is star wars no one cares anymore also (laughs) no one fucking cares also yeah you know what you guys deserve a medal for having two characters that do not have names uh, uh-huh. sharing a one second kiss that you are going to edit out of all international releases of this film. <laughs> <laughs> so bravo you did it you you fucking did it yeah yeah I liked it I was disappointed oh. but I liked it also liked really it glad that while Kelly Marie Tran has nothing to do J.J. Abrams friends get a lot of dialogue really glad we brought uh-huh. back Greg Grunberg character oh and, boy Greg Grunberg was all over that son of a bitch and introduced Dominic <laughs> fucking Moynihan like just in the just in the background like I'm I'm also here they introduced him his first line had the weight of like hey everybody look uh-huh. who it is and it was like uh-huh. yeah I'm I'm looking I, yep. I see him He's, you're in, you're actually in the way of Carrie Fisher's daughter, so yeah, if yeah. you could just slightly to the right. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, all of their dialogue give to yeah, was it Billy Lord? Uh and, yeah, yeah. and Kelly Marie Tran. Just let them I'm sorry, say yes, all- she is she is her own person. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't yeah. I, I shouldn't have said but no, no, you're no, Carrie but, Fisher's daughter. But she's Carrie Fisher's daughter and she's yeah. there. And she's uh-huh. probably the one who signed the paper that said Carrie Fisher could be in this movie. So like Yeah. Her and, grandmother was it was in singing in the rain. Yeah, so yeah. So show some goddamn respect, Greg. <laughs> Grunberg. <laughs> this isn't the set of heroes. Nobody cares about you anymore. <laughs> also, no one cared about you on the set of heroes. That's also true. 
you you couldn't even use mind reading correctly. (laughs) I don't even dislike Greg Grunberg. It's just this movie wants me to think that he's important and he's not. Yeah, there was a, they they had to take a moment when he died and I didn't give a shit. Lots of people are dying. Also, I'm not fucking with you. I forgot that he died until you just said that right now. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a real question. This is sincere. Can, Can you tell me his character name? Absolutely not. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm not, not even going to pretend. Yeah, I, I'm not even convinced. He, I'm sure he probably has one, but... I'm sure he did, because they have to sell the toy. Yeah, but I I couldn't guess. It's probably, like, just Grunberg. <sighs> McCluskey. Also, uh, you could have given his lines to the guy from the original trilogy that you had pop up for 10 seconds for no reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, Wedge. Wedge, Wedge was yeah, there. Yeah. Wedge could have said their stuff. Also known as Ewan McGregor's uncle. Really? Yeah. That's actually true. Well, That's 100% true. Now we know how fucking Ewan McGregor got that part in the prequel. <laughs> oh, Nepotism. I think he did it by uh, <laughs> being perfect and the only consistently good thing in that trilogy. Fucking Hollywood nepotism. <laughs> I also want to talk about the fact that uh, it's hilarious. <laughs> That'd be gr- oh, man. I don't. Oh, boy. He, I'm sure. Like, I shouldn't even. I want to see him throw his weight around like he can't get a table. At a, at, at a restaurant. I, sk- I was Wedge Antilles. <laughs> Does no one understand that? Yeah. Wedge Antilles is hungry. <laughs> oh, man. I hope. I hope so. Uh, but uh, no, I also found it really funny and telling that Frank Oz is not in this movie, but he is in Knives Out. So. <sighs> Oh, I didn't know he was in Knives Out. That's cool. He's actually really delightful in that movie. But yeah, he, yeah, he, he usually is. Oh, he's such a he has such a good grumpy puss. Oh, yeah. When 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 they when they give him a chance to get it. Oh yeah. man. No, one he, un, he, one unused prophylactic, <laughs> one soiled. <laughs> no, he's perfectly used in Knives Out where he just like he shows up for basically a scene, uh like steals that scene and then is out. Actually, it's not even true. He's really great in the scene, but it's such a like Chris Evans fucking steals the scene. That he's yeah, in. and he, here's the thing: is like if you're if you're J.J. Abrams and you're obviously writing a safe movie and you want to give um, a lot to the fans, how does Yoda not end up in this movie? Because I, I, I didn't under, I didn't understand that had to be a conscious choice not to put him in the movie. Okay, but I, I'm kind of not kidding. Do you think it was a conscious choice, or do you think Frank Oz was openly like no? Like maybe this movie looks not good. Yeah, because Frank Oz is very much a curmudgeon. He, I he refused to do the the voices in Jason Siegel's Muppets. Like he he did he, he really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was he, not. He was not, not Miss Piggy. No, what he didn't like that. Or, you know, did he do it or not? But I know he talked shit about that movie. He didn't like that movie. Uh, I think that thought, sounds vaguely familiar. Because yeah. he like the fart shoes jokes and stuff. He he thought uh-huh. the tone was wrong. And but I'm pretty sure he didn't do the voices. Uh, now that okay. I said it, I want to double check wow. that. But I'm okay. pretty sure that's true. Yeah, uh, just if his Yoda's absence was noticeable, especially yep. when sorry. We, a, sorry. a guy named Eric Jacobson uh, did Fozzie and okay. TV, so yeah, well you know what, Eric Jacobson, good Frank Oz I, impression, I, right? It caught me. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised J.J. Abrams didn't call you. <laughs> yeah, because um, when they were. When, okay, so when she says, I am all the Jedi, and then all the Jedi are talking to her, you definitely hear Liam Neeson in there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, still noticeable lack of Yoda. 
I thought that was cool that John Williams said that to the I'm every woman. Like, I thought that was really beautiful. <laughs> I'm every Jedi. I found out this week. Listen, <laughs> I, totally off topic. I, I read this week that the lead singer of the band Toto is the son of John Williams. Oh, really? So the guy who wrote Africa <laughs> is the son of John Williams. So that's crazy. Anyways. I mean, just God, that whole family's talented. Yeah, well, you, the soundtrack to my childhood. <laughs> uh, I know which one had a bigger impact on Weezer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I'm convinced that Frank Oz refused to do this movie. That's what I'm. Okay, gonna. fair enough. So fair here's enough. my question, though, too, for you. I, I guess, are we wrapping up? I don't know if we covered it all. I think but, we. I think we should wrap yeah. it up. We but, haven't covered it all, but I, we should wrap it up. Do you want my prediction for the future? This is what I'm going with. Okay. Kathleen Kennedy will announce that she is stepping down as president <laughs> of Lucasfilms <laughs> to spend time with her family or whatever. She should have <laughs> been asked politely yeah. uh, to leave and given a very good severance package after yeah. she said, we, the, the, we, we, don't, we don't have a lot of source material. Yeah. You know, we're there's doing the best we can with how little source material we have. Well, there's, that, there's also the fact that uh, I was like... It, Caleb recently, like, talking about uh, Into the Spider-Verse, the fact that, like, that movie is so beloved, you had those writers. They they wrote solo. You fired them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) straight up. You fired them. Like, I mean, I just... The the creative control for Star Wars has been a mess. Like, for no reason. There's no plan. Like, that's the other thing, too. Like... Even if you liked this movie, you know, if you hated it, if you, you know, were Lars and you were somewhere in between, like... Somewhere in between. Just, like, the lack of planning for this trilogy... No, straight up. Look, look, Marvel made, like, 25 goddamn movies that all work really well together. You had... You had nine. Yeah. Oh, it was just nine. And you managed to get like three really good ones, yeah. some mediocre ones, and then three, two really bad ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, like the the fact that, yeah, like people love to shit on Marvel and like that's the whole, we just had that whole thing where like. Yeah, you're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. We don't, but like. If nothing else, this movie should show you it's not as easy as it looks. Marvel makes it look easy because yeah. they're that good at it. But this is what it looks like. Or DC is what it looks like. Like when people don't know how to fucking do that. Like, yeah. it's honestly yeah. a skill like to, to make it and make them work. She was pooping. On the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, this was when we came out of the movie. I kind of said that, like, the movie felt janky and incompetent in a way that, like, some of the, like, kind of the worst of the DC universe yeah. felt. Yeah. And then when we looked up the writers, like, the main writer for the movie wrote Batman versus Superman, uh-huh. like, Justice League. Yep. Like I, said, I was like, well, damn, I'm just on the nose with this, aren't I? <laughs> well like, done. Go, weird... go have a cookie. I was weirdly proud of myself for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, the same guy wrote Argo. <laughs> oh, bo- and I'll tell you what. This is... Let's write, let's write this down for our next show if you want. But I have... 
everyone was praising Shazam and I watched it and I don't know what the fuck those people were talking about, but whatever. It was, it was fine. It, it was, was fine. It was fine. It was fine. I thought it was going to be good because everyone said it was good. It wasn't good. It was good for them. It was, if it was a Marvel movie, it would be shit. But for DC, it's a win. Like that. That's no, they don't get rewarded for being shitty in the past. If it's not know. good, it's not good. I'll just tell you, I turned off uh, Aquaman. I, I couldn't do it. It was rough. I yeah. did have to do that in two different sittings because it was not easy. Well, the thing was, I planned on going back to it in a second sitting, and then when it, like, I just never did. I was like, I'm not. You're not watching the rest of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, and it's, it's especially hard because it's Jason Momoa, so I keep getting distracted by all the masturbating. Yeah, both on screen and off. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, it, uh... So look, I think, in my opinion, in my, this isn't even an opinion, this is my advice to them is, um, I don't know, man, make, a, make, uh, make a, a, a young Mace Windu movie, uh, make it, make the Darth Maul movie. Just like, just do, just trust whoever's making the movie that they're making a good goddamn movie because you keep shaking it up and you're like, well, they didn't like Ryan Johnson. We're bringing back Abrams with Ryan Johnson's going to make his own trilogy. No, we're not making any more movies anymore. Just be fucking consistent. Come up with a plan. Yeah. Of this is what we want to accomplish in the next decade with these stories and movies. I do yeah. just like fire off of it's going to make a mint anyway who gives a shit, but then you start giving a shit after it's too late for you to be giving a shit. Yeah. Well, I also I will say by the way that like you know, as much as people really maligned Ryan Johnson for this idea that he didn't leave uh, you know, JJ Abrams with anything, JJ Abrams like I don't know what you do going forward, but you shouldn't set a movie after this one because, like, I think he fucked up this world way worse in terms of, like, death is meaningless. Uh, uh -huh. You can just conjure Star Destroyers from your brain. Like, Yeah, yeah, don't, it, do, don't do it. This is like, this is like uh, uh, that um, co uh, 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 Coven series. <laughs> American Hero Story Coven. That's yeah. that season of that show was just like it reset everything. Like, why don't do that? You've yeah. made you've, there there aren't any consequences anymore. No, that's that you can't build off of this because. So I don't know when you said things. I do think that you should probably pick like a time period. Maybe go back. Yeah, go like, back. Go, go way back. There's yeah. a, there's a fantastic story about the origin of the Sith after they it was the old Republic and they got banned for being dark Jedi and they ended up on a planet with a race of people called the Sith and that happened like. Like three thousand uh, BBY, make that fucking story. That's a great story. It's it's sure. dark. It's brooding. It's also political. There's intrigue. It happened three thousand baby. Three thousand baby. <laughs> three thousand baby. Coat forty five. Am I seriously supposed to know what BBY is? Oh, but sorry. So uh, it's before the Battle of Yavin. That's kind of like where they said everything. So BBY and ABY are yeah. the 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 BCE and CE of that universe. Shouldn't they just move that to before Baby Yoda? Isn't that all we care about? <sighs> <laughs> Give us what we want. Also, if Baby Yoda is fucking dead, and that's why he wasn't in this trilogy, I'm going to be so mad <laughs> at Star Wars. <laughs> Honestly, uh, if the Mandalorian keeps clicking, maybe you could set it there, too. That would be tricky, because then the temptation to CGI, like, Luke and Leia and shit into it would be... Yeah, don't too, do that. Don't but, do that. Uh, no, yeah, go, go back. Pick a different time. Just start over and, like... There's literally millennia of, yeah. of time and space to work with. Dude, if you want to keep doing it, 
there's tons of great stories and storytellers and filmmakers to do it. You just, when you pick one, like when you pick the guys who make Spider-Verse to make the movie, let them make the fucking movie. How bad well, are they going to jack it up? Yeah. You know what I mean? What are the consequences of them jacking it up? Who cares? You gave them all the money. They're going to make a movie. People are going to go see the movie. The end. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... I don't know. They got to figure it out. Uh, but it's it's a mess. Star Wars is a mess, which is a it has weird... become is, it has become a hot mess. Boy, Ryan Johnson really tried to coagulate some stuff. That, that, that guy's the fucking hero of this. Like, and again, yeah. even if you didn't like that movie, I wish people respected the fact that he tried to do something definitive and uh, different. Right. And the fact that like like we got this movie because. People didn't like that movie, so now they're coming from a place of fear, which I don't know. I heard in a movie once with Jedi in it that that's not a good way to operate. Uh, like, right. Just fucking, like, you can't, by trying to make a movie that pleases everyone, you make a stupid movie that really pissed me no, off. No, yeah, so. it, no, it's, it's saccharine horse shit. Yeah. Just, just take, take some chances, because the, the last thing you want to do is, look, okay, what, what am I, okay, um, take a Watiti made a great Thor movie. Yeah. And he did and he didn't have to negate anything that happened in any of those previous movies that involved any of the characters in the Thor movie. In fact, he built upon it and made it fucking fun and great. And yeah, yeah he did it with a different tone, he did it with with a different palette, but it was still good yeah, you don't have to negate the shit like be a talented enough writer that you can build on something in, instead of um uh, reshaping things that have been destroyed already well and that's the thing is like you can have gone in a different direction with that like but it seemed like the central point of this movie was to shit on the last jedi like it seemed like yeah. that's like everything you didn't like about that including you know kelly marie tran like don't uh -huh. worry it's not here uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to control Luke last, so now he shits on how he acted in the last movie. Also, yeah. Force Ghost can catch things. Also, you can just send objects. Uh, every, fuck everything in this movie. I really hated yeah. this movie. Get mad at it. No, why? If you can, if you can control the physical world, why? Why do there need to be any more physical Jedi? You can all yeah. just live forever as ghosts and do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Why did the Emperor even come back? It, it, there's no difference between being a ghost and being like alive. Straight much. up. Why? Why isn't Darth Vader back? We yeah. saw Anakin Skywalker as a ghost. Couldn't he just come back? I'm I back honestly, now. Do, seriously, like that's one of those things too where. Because people don't like the prequels and because Hayden Christensen got so much hate, it actually would have made a lot of sense, maybe more sense than hilariously making Harrison Ford do the scene, to, like, considering that this is a dude who carries around his grandpa's burnt mask, if Anakin Skywalker had shown up to, like, talk to him, yeah, that probably would have fucking made a, sense. A, a silly dumbass? That would have been fantastic. Yeah, like, honestly, like, look, I get it. I was a whiny douchebag once. Yeah, like, I really was. <laughs> but, like, you can't be a whiny douchebag your whole life. At some point... Sometimes you have to, you have to, you have to look in the mirror and say <laughs> oh boy but you know your at, hair at is some point everywhere <laughs> at some point you got to become james earl jones yeah <laughs> at some point you were always um you were always peter krauss but no big deal uh but we forgot that. david david prouse david, david prouse yeah peter krauss yeah He's from six feet under. I know. <laughs> Ooh, I, can we talk about that for an hour? Oh God! You want to talk about dumb series that <laughs> fell apart? Uh, no, but okay. Like, do you think 
uh, that there should have been a pop song playing at the end of this movie after she said Ray Skywalker because I felt like there should have been. You know, I think. <laughs> like what song? I would go with the Turtles Happy Together. That's what played in my mind. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> just as she's like her and BB-8 are walking out into the sunlight. I can see. You know what? The twin sons of Tatooine. She's walking away from the moisture farm. BB-8 writes next to her. <laughs> fade to black. I got the eye of the tiger. <laughs> That's not bad either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I went classic. I went like, yeah, happy together. Like, it's just what I kind of pictured. Boom, good. boom, 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 boom. You like just kind of sure. just like walking sure. away. Also, like, A plus to that lady in that dumb scene. Very, you know, that totally normal. I can tell it was written by the guy who wrote Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice because uh-huh. it had that totally natural dialogue where you ask someone their last name. Yeah. You know how we all do that all the time. When you, what, yeah. when you meet someone and you're like, hey, what's your name? Oh, I, I'm Todd. Todd what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they stare off into the distance for several seconds and see a brother and sister standing very close to each other, like kind of to call. Yeah. I guess that was a callback well, to like when they made out. Everyone did their job very well. Are they raised love the child? In charge. Is, is Ray their love child <laughs> of Luke and Leia? That would have been it. Dude, if they had gone with that. You know, I would have respected it. Like That's your the parents are moisture farm. Why is that thing still even there? No one has taken control of that goddamn thing. You yeah, have Tuscan Raiders. I just shut up shot. It's, yeah. it's, it's been what fifty years. <laughs> fifty years. Also, Luke like destroyed Jabba the Hutt, who was like the local crime kingpin. So like uh-huh. it was it had to have been because then he left. So it was just open season on like yeah. just you know there was no one to really control the city. Well, not city because it's just a fucking desert but like yeah why is that still there untouched untouched absolutely untouched which also wasn't it a business like it was a moisture farm it was no a moisture one, farm yeah no one no yeah. one at least like took that over and or is squatting in the house like, absolutely not apparently it just chills there also well, there's a more there's more than enough to go around on tatooine i guess also you know it's an Jow- embarrassment of riches <laughs> it seemed like it. Also, the Jawas didn't like scrap that for parts. That's because that's not their thing. No, 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 no. They don't. They, well, they're not wanderers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that that has to be it, right? Yeah, it, it was until right? our next episode. God, it was. It was. It was so dumb. That movie was real dumb. I. You know what? Not even angry though. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. I'm like I enjoyed that. I. I it's like it's almost like the. The, the prequels were an antibiotic, and now I'm just immune to anything yeah. that's not as shitty as those fucking things. Yeah, I, but honestly, I don't know. I mean, you heard my list. I would argue that the some of those prequels were better. <laughs> because at least they took a swing. I mean, to me, that's the most insulting thing is how much they didn't care. Like, this movie feels in every regard like the first draft. Well, I feel yeah, I know what you mean, but I think he he took a swing with the Phantom Menace and the last two were so were such spectacular failures and and even telling the story that he wanted to tell within three movies. I mean, we talked about it when it came out. It's I think you put it best and I'm, I'm going to misquote you here, but it was something to the effect of everyone just wanted to see Darth Vader in his helmet and hear him breathing. And you had six 
hours to do it in, and you spent 10 minutes at the end of the last one to do it, and it was bad. Yeah, and you added that no that just made it, like, so stupid and comical. Horrible. Yeah. Hor- yeah. Like, it, they were absolutely horrible. So, well, so I know I, I know what you mean. He did, like, it seemed like this wasn't taking a swing. In, in both J.J. Abrams' written and directed Star Wars movies, he played it completely safe, and in the, in the one case, it was fine, and then in this last one, it was uh, yeah, really noticeable. Well, you hired the guy who, by his own admission, is not good at endings to end a trilogy that you had no plan for. I mean, I don't even, in some regard, I don't even blame J.J. Abrams because, like, it's not like he, you know, misrepresented himself. He basically went, don't, he didn't want the job. He said, don't hire me. I don't want to do this. And then you hired the guy who did the Jurassic World movies and weren't happy with what he did, which, honestly, I would love to know what his plan was at this point. Maybe it was great. Maybe Colin Trevorrow would have fucking nailed it. Uh, m- maybe I don't know. I didn't even watch those Jurassic World movies. I saw the the first one. They they were dumb. That's the thing. These movies are dumb. I they, hate, look, they look dumb. I hate how much these nostalgia movies are just stupid. Jurassic yeah. Park has a lot of intelligent discourse in it, and you mm. made a movie that were like, but what if it was just the dinosaurs? Like the. Yeah. Ryan Johnson tried to make this trilogy about a lot of ideas about like class and about the idea that like you know it, maybe wars are just for aristocrats but there are like people on the ground who matter and maybe they could be the heroes because that's what Luke was but no it nope just stupid just stupid noises that's what there we are- want there are some stories that exist in a giant universe, and there are a lot of different stories to tell. The Star Wars universe being one, the Marvel Cinematic Universe being another, the DC Universe being another. And then there are things where, they, dude, there was there was a Terminator movie that came out weeks ago. They Next year, there's going to be a Top Gun movie. I just when does it when does it happen that they they reboot these franchises or they they make more of these movies and it turns out holy shit it was really good I can give you two instances and they're both done by the same man okay <laughs> um, Rambo and Rocky Rambo and Rocky movies still good somehow yeah I mean it it probably doesn't count uh, because it was based on a TV show but I like the Mission Impossible movies. Like they're fun. they're they're fun they're fun enough yeah sure and again they're not that's the thing I'm not asking for you know fucking something brilliant just something that isn't the laziest like don't the, think it's just right you're saying don't think it's going to just work every time yeah like when you're it literally will in, uh, by its own nature will work <laughs> well the thing is like this is the ninth movie in the Skywalker saga that 100% relies on you to have loved all of the previous movies. Like, there's nothing in this movie that is new or original or thought-provoking or advances the story in any way. It's just designed to go, like, here's stuff you liked from the last ones. And we would have we would have been probably okay with that if the movie that, that came previous to this one in the story didn't have all those really good good things like here's some new stuff this looks new here's a new storyline here's some new characters here's a new way of thinking about this entire story 
and it was great. And then it was just no business as usual. Well, also, Fuck but all I, that. I liked The Force Awakens, which is exactly what I just said, which is just like, here's all the stuff you liked from A New Home. Yeah. Because yeah. at that point, I felt like that's what you needed. We were Absolutely. all so gun shy. We yep. needed to know that you understood what a Star Wars was. And then yeah. you made yeah, that yeah. one. But then you had to do something with it. Because yep. honestly, you know what sucks the most about this is that George Lucas is kind of right in that like his whole shitting on the new movies was like oh well they're just doing all the stuff I did and like I don't agree with that about The Last Jedi but I agree with that about the like J.J. Abrams ones sure sure it's a fair Um, diss but also shut up George Lucas yeah shut up with your clapbacks yeah why don't you go buy a plaid shirt buddy why don't you go drink a Diet Coke in a food court and look sad yeah have a (laughs) have a plastic tray full of food (laughs) remember when I said that to you and you didn't believe it was real I didn't believe it was real. No. I was like, that guy looks like George Lucas. He said, no, 100% real picture. Yeah. I, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Well, that's as good a place as any to end it, I think. Oh, man. I feel like we're going to end this, and then I'm going to text you 10 minutes from now. Like, no, wait. I didn't complain about this thing. But it's, <laughs> it's fine. I think we did feel, it. Feel free. It was, um, it was fine. It was, it was yeah. Like we obviously do have complaints, but overall, yeah, I, you know, wait, I think it's okay. a it's a missed opportunity, but it was fine. Okay, last thing because I just remembered this one. When oh, did boy. Luke have time to work with Lando to get the triangle and hide it? What, on what timeline? In between when he okay. was hiding out on the island and um, I can tell you that this is for certain. I don't know what you're talking about right now. I don't remember this at all. The, I actually don't remember this. Ray finds a triangle on the right. the the fish nun island and okay. that That's Luke right. left for her. And right. Lando says, in when they first meet Lando, he's like, I had been working with Luke to try to find that. When? When were you working yeah. with Luke when he wasn't connected to the Force and wasn't well, talking to Well, it was the period of time in between Burning Man and Coachella. <laughs> Look, the the shrooms started wearing off. I'm pretty sure I saw Luke. Maybe that's the explanation is Lando put it there because he was high mm-hmm. as fuck. He thought he saw Luke. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he never did. I'll accept that. You know what? We closed that one off. So Boom. That, all right. So remember, question oh. everything. Can she say I'm the spy one more time? Oh, Molly, come here. <laughs> I just want to hear it one more time. Lars is fantastic. Lars has a request for you. Yes. Can you can you say I'm the spy one more time, please? I'm the spy.
I want to see every single take of his line delivery. Oh my god! I want to know. I, I like I favorite favorite scene in, the movie <laughs> in 2019. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, you sir, you uh, really understand. Listen, listen, Mr. Gleason, for. Mr. Gleason. I'm telling you, you cannot say this line too ridiculously. <laughs> if you think you can, challenge yourself to do it. <laughs> Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. This is Joe. And this is Chris. From the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to The Hobo Radio. Joe, do hobos listen to Hobo Radio? I think so. They have one in their stick and bindle, right? Uh, that's called a bindle stiff, sir. Bindle stiff. And you know what? If you listen to The Curioso, you will get to know things like that. Because we talk about the weird, the strange, the bizarre, and sometimes the mundane that you just don't know. So enjoy your two hobos, but you can catch us at thecurioso.com on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Nicholas Cage wants you to.